Listening Dog Media. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The hot mess mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the hot mess mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our hot mess mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. And I'm Jenny Powell. And our guests, I say guests because there's two. First of all, long-time hot mess mum friend, uh, mama too, uh, and hugely adored, no bullshit, please actress, <laughs> Julie Graham. Hello, darling. <laughs> darling. Hello, darling. And... <laughs> And we are joined by writer, actress, and the lady behind the Acting Your Age campaign, the gorgeous Nikki Clark. Oh, thank you. Oh, so lovely to have you with us for the first time as well, Nikki. So welcome, welcome to the Hot Mess Mums. Thank you. We're proud to be working with Swan this series so we can tell you about all of their stylish products, including their stunning purple retro range, which is the perfect addition to any family home. For 20% off Swan's gorgeous products, head to swanbrand.co.uk and use the discount code HOTMESSMUMS20. So tell us, because obviously I'd spoke to Julie a while ago and we were just discussing you and the campaign and I was getting really excited and we'd said about getting you both on to tell us all about it because you started it in 2018. So it's been going for a little while. How did it come about? Because you're a mum and an actress and you've been sort of doing all the other mum stuff and, and life and then looking to go back into the industry. Exactly. And we're in my case, so we have two children who are 27, 24 now, and they're both disabled. So I was kind of parent carer as well. So it was that additional thing. And then my mum was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. So I put everything on hold in order to do, you know, all that I needed to do there. And when I got to 50, I just had this idea that, well, I can go back because all of my caring responsibilities have reduced. So I can just go back to the career that I trained for. So I went to Mount Rue Drama School when I was 19 and the creativity never goes away. Mm. It just sits and it's sort of you channel it into other ways. So I did writing and various different bits and pieces. And then I hadn't realized what an impossible idea this was. I just foolishly had thought 
well, there are stages in every actress's career. So you've got ingenue and then you've got sort of, as you get older, you mature into different parts. And I hadn't realised just how far the industry had changed from when I trained, especially to now. It began really by noticing how many middle-aged men that we saw on our screens with incredible roles and incredible range and how few women of my age there were on screen. So predominantly, you know, these great actors were being cast opposite much, much younger women. And I think I watched in the course of a week about five dramas back in 2018 where every single middle-aged man was paired with a much younger woman. And I thought, no, this is this is just, I can't, I, this is just driving me crazy. This is not what any of us really want to see, whether as an audience member or as performers. So I started looking more closely into it. And the, the closer you look, the worse it gets. And it, coupled with that, I started to sort of mine for data. And the figures that were coming back to me, comparatively between men and women, at a time when gender parity, 50-50 gender parity, was the aim and we'd apparently achieved, I just couldn't believe it. So I thought, I will keep, you know, pursuing roles and I'll keep trying to work. And in the five years since I relaunched, I've had two castings, both of which have gone to younger women. And I thought, well, in a way, I don't have a career to lose. Hmm. So I can shout about this and I can um, talk to fantastic women like Julie and say, can you come on board? And the response from women in the industry and men, it has to be said, has been phenomenal because everybody knows there's a problem, but it's almost as though it's the final taboo on women's representation and it's the one that no one lets you talk about. So it must resonate with Julie, who's a great, I mean, you know, if she gets something in her mind and she's not happy about it, she'll certainly let everyone know. So she's the perfect person to support you in this, as we are as well. So Julie, how did how did you come across? I mean, did, did you know Nikki before? I didn't know Nikki before. Um, I, I, got, I kind of got wind of the campaign. Luckily, I mean, I'm not on Twitter anymore, but at the time I was on Twitter. Right. And, um, you know, I, I was just on there to promote people. And I, I don't know, I sort of came across uh, Nikki's campaign and it just resonated with me at a time when, you know, I've, I've, I've been very, very lucky in that I've had a very successful career. I've made a living out of it. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that's what all I want to do is I want to keep working and make a living. You know, I don't want to be famous. I don't want to be rich. I just want to, you know, work and earn some money. And, um, and what I noticed was that after the age of 45, it's just the part started, just the, the scripts just weren't landing on my, you know, on my agent's door. I, it wasn't like I was going up for loads and loads and loads of parts and not getting them. I just wasn't going up for parts. Mm -hmm. And I really started to notice it. And it, it, it happened almost overnight. I mean, from the age of 45 and then 50, it gets even worse. So it's not that there's no, it, it's just that there's no opportunity. You know, I wouldn't be, you know, supporting this campaign if I was just going up for loads of parts and not getting them because that's just kind of moaning. <laughs> it's just that the opportunities are not there. So, you know, you're, the, the pool gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And Juliet Stevenson, 
she just she she described it really well. She said in a in a in a man a male and a female career in television and, and theatre and film, there's a trajectory, and and men just keep going. Mm-hmm. At a certain at a certain age, women they, they it plateaus. Yeah. Yeah. And and then it just stays there. And maybe then you again, you start working in when you're 65, 70, because there's old lady parts, mm-hmm. you know, and whereas for a man that just doesn't happen. There's no there's no plateau at all because they, they just keep getting their parts become more interesting. They become, you know, they have a kind of gravitas. They're regarded as, uh, you know, um, important in the industry and, and, and representation and, and it just doesn't reflect society and it doesn't reflect real life because actually the great thing about Nikki's campaign and one of the reasons I got involved is because you know Generation X which is us we are c- coming into our 40s and 50s and we're not going to put up with it no. And I, you know, and it's just it's it it really makes me my blood boil because mm. you know you, I'm being deprived of of a career, mm. and that is ageism, mm. and it shouldn't be tolerated in our industry, and and it's tolerated because the commissioners are not commissioning enough programs with older women in them, or e- indeed about older women, and also. They're ignoring that. They're ignoring it. It's like, it, like you know, they just want us to go away. And you know, one of the reasons I start, and one of the reasons I wrote done reading, apart from, I wanted to talk about the menopause, but I also stopped, wanted to stop myself going mad during lockdown. Mm-hmm. Was you know, my original idea for it was I just wanted to create at least five or six brilliant roles for older women. Yeah, because yeah. presumably Nikki as well, that the stuff isn't getting written enough stuff as well as the fact that you know maybe younger women are being cast for those roles that are out there for things that are written and maybe it is for an older woman but they're younger but there isn't actually anything being written I presume well it's a twofold problem right so you know Julie's absolutely right With, with the campaign the tagline for the campaign is on screen men have a whole life and women have a shelf life so there is that and, and it's just expected that women will say, that's fine then, I'll just step aside, shall I? You know, I'm only 45 and I'm starting to see the career and the opportunities disappear, but I'll be fine with that because we have a bond in his 50s and we have all of the, you know, I yeah. think Tom Cruise is bringing back Top yeah, Gun. Yeah, he is, yeah. And he's still doing all his stunts and he's just, yeah, yeah but I mean, a woman would be just the same if she was out there still, but... Who's he being cast alongside? You're absolutely right. It's ridiculous. You won't get an older woman being cast alongside a younger girl. I mean, Julie and I do it in real life with our partners, but I mean, that's as far as it goes. I know. Absolutely. I just wanted to come back to the writing thing, and Nikki's much more eloquent on this, and she has statistics, but (laughs) it's not that things are not being written. It's that they're not being commissioned. Okay. Women are are writing things Mm. for older women. Yeah, they're just not. They're, they're they're falling on deaf ears, and it's the commissioners, it's the gatekeepers mm. that have to change, and they have to open the gates and say we need to we need because because at the moment, yeah, we're we're looking to, for gender, you know, parity representation on screen, but that doesn't apply to women who are in their forties and fifties. Well, predominantly in their fifties. I mean, you go through cast lists and there's maybe like one older woman in the cast as opposed to maybe six or seven older men. 
So even if there's gender parity, even if it's 50-50, which is, it very rarely is, but even if it is, it's probably about 2% of that with women over 45. Not good enough. No. I mean, we hold on to the iconic older woman, you know, in the sense of like the fuss that was made sort of with, with Helen Mirren and, mm. and Judy mm. Dench. And there's a, I remember the magazines when Helen Mirren was 50 and it all being, you know, and we make such a fuss over it. We don't do that with a man who's 50, no. but it's like we're saying, look, she's 50 and she's gorgeous and she's still working. So hurrah. And no. They put and her in a bikini, didn't they, on the front of some yeah. magazine when she was 60. That's it. And it's like, you know, it's like tick a box, tick a box. She is one, you know, one. It, yeah, we get annoying. so swept up in it with the media that I think we stop asking questions about the way women are depicted and treated. We just yeah. accept it. We read these awful things online, you know, in the, in the, in the showbiz sort of world and, and the way they go for, for women as well. And we mm. just we kind of have stopped sort of going, oh, that's not okay. And more like, oh, right, yeah, because we're just so used to it, which yeah. I think is a massive, massive issue, really. Um, I think so. And I think when it comes to commissioners, one of, the, one of the aspects of running this campaign that I just didn't expect was that I'd turn into a sort of um, investigative journalist. So I do freelance journalism and I write pieces and I've written a lot about this campaign. But I'm contacted by so many women and also writers who will say, I can't say this publicly and please don't mention my name, but this is absolutely happening to me. It's happening to the women I know. It's happening in the industry. And the one thing that comes back about from writers over and over again, and this is men and women, is they'll say, they will put forward a script to the commissioners and they will say, great, we love it. We definitely want to take this forward. We love him. Him we love. You know, he's a guy, he's a dad, he's a man in his 50s. We think he's fantastic. We love him. Can you make her 35, though? Shocking. And this will happen. And when you're a writer or you're a, a writing performer, and you have a project that you've fought and fought and fought to get. You have then a horrible choice to make. Mm. You can either say, no, I wrote this for a couple in middle age because I don't see couples in middle age very often on screen of the same age. Or you say, actually, I need this to be commissioned. I want this work to be seen. I'm going to have to age her down. And it's always her. It's never him. And unless, unless, they're, ma unless they're making a, a sort of um, point about yeah. it, you know, unless it's, a, it's about an older woman who has an affair with a younger man, you know, it, it's, it, it has, the, you know, they ha that has to be an issue in order for that to be. It can't be like an incidental thing that, yeah, well, that's no. acceptable because in real life, it, a lot of it is the case now as well. So for you both personally, what, you know, how have you, you know, what, what's really been a moment, a sort of moment of clarity where you've gone, oh, my gosh, I am a victim of this? Like, is, has there been a moment? Well, for me, I mean, I've got very few examples, obviously, going back in at 50, but both of the castings I was up for, both of them went to younger women. Right. And it, for me, I found it very, very interesting because in the case of one, and I can't obviously name who it was, they said, we feel that the other actress is much more physically similar to the mother character. So this was this was a character who had an older mother. When I actually saw it go out, she was a very nondescript lady with white hair. And, and that could be any 
one of us in middle age. That could be any one of our mothers in their 80s. And I realized that these euphemisms that are used, you know, we're going to go in another direction. That always means younger. That always means down the calendar. That's the direction that they're going in. And they can never, ever say, you're too old. You're just not part of our vision. We've decided you're too old or you look too old. Because what they do is they cloak it in a, you know, a create, it's a creative choice. Have you had that, Julie? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, so... And, and that's what they'll say. And the thing is, you can't get them on that because mm. they are creatives and it is their choice. However, you know the real reason behind it is that they just don't want to pair a man and a woman of the same age on screen. It mm. just, there's something, they, they just, you know, they don't, it just doesn't happen. And also, I think that, you know, there's a societal problem as well in that, you know, we as a society... I mean, you know, the arts holds a mirror up to society, doesn't it? You know, and if you don't, if you know, that whole kind of thing, if, you know, you, you don't see it, you can't be it. Hmm. And, and, and older women are very much ignored on, on screen. And, you know, I mean, and, the, you know, you've got the, the head of the Bank of England, you know, a few years ago, describing the economy, which was slowing down as menopausal. Um, and so, you know, there's this image of the woman who, when she gets into her 50s, well, she's a little bit, we, you know, we've talked about this before, but, you know, she's a little bit dried up. You know, she's not fuckable. You know, she's not, well, you know, men don't really, I mean, the, you know, young guys watching. And the, the, the annoying thing about it is that the majority, there's a huge viewing population out there, which are women in their 50s and 60s, and they want to see themselves on screen. Cool. You know, this yeah. isn't a, there's not this mythical viewer okay. I mean these you know these I mean we're not when we when I did done reading you know within days we had like a, you know half a million views yeah, yeah I remember yeah absolutely um, where, and, where's this demographic come from well there are 12 million women in the UK aged between 40 and 69 12 million mm. so whenever you know if you take a show like Bodyguard for example yeah. and everyone was scratching their heads and saying this is really we don't know why this is so popular. We don't know why this ah. is so popular. Why? Why? And it's because there's a huge demographic of audiences, you know, in an industry that chases numbers and it chases audience and it chases figures and ratings. Why this particular demographic they've decided is not one they want to appeal to because we're desperate to see ourselves. I mean, admittedly, she was a middle-aged woman who was having enthusiastically having sex with a younger man. So she had to die. <laughs> I mean, we can't expect her to keep going with that sort of behavior. Uh, we had to blow her up. Yeah, we had to kill her. But, you know, before she went, she had a great time. And, and this, this reflects, I think, I mean, I, I think, was it Amber Rudd or one of the one of the Home Secretaries at the time was saying that that didn't necessarily reflect her experience. <laughs> but it is the experiences of many, many women. You know, we're given, it's the quality of roles that we see as well. I mean, I did a whole, I got so pissed off <laughs> that I did like a whole satire of every woman you ever see on screen you know and she's always the biggest and she's always the nagging oh no please be careful three lines in a you know three lines talking cardigans oftentimes but usually ruining it for everybody else and yeah. the cause of the problem yeah. and I, if we keep saying to audiences young and old this is what being an older woman means then why do we tell our girls as they're growing up from children through, you know, to young adulthood, 
you can be anything you want to because you can't. You can't be a middle-aged woman, a woman over the age of 45 on screen in the UK. Not really. You know, one of the few areas in, in, in the television world where older women have been very important and, in fact, literally kind of run the show is soap. You know, so if you think about all the kind of iconic soap characters, they're actually all women, you know. I mean... You know, there, there are a few iconic characters, but really the real icons... Barbara Windsor. ...are, she, are the women. Yeah, yeah, she had... Well, and, you know, and, and Julie Goodyear and, yeah. you know, and Rita and Coronation Street yeah. and, you know, and Anne Kilbride, all, all the... Uh, Bride, all those people. Um, and my, I've got a theory about this, is that not only did they grow up in soaps, obviously, I mean, that's... But, you know, EastEnders did it very well. They brought in lots and lots of older women, matri you know, these matriarchal characters... Because soap is about real life, yeah. and you, you ignore those women at your peril, mm. <laughs> and and just think about the huge viewing figures that Den and Angie got—two mm. yeah. people of the same age mm. married to each other. I mean, it was, you know, it was like watching a unicorn appearing at your door. Yeah. You know, the viewing figures for that revolutionary, really, weren't they? Yeah, mm. they were record-breaking. Kelly Peg, Jenny Powell, Hot Mess Mums. Now, the kitchen is never usually the prettiest room in the house, but that's all changed thanks to Swan's award-winning retro range. With the range now available in purple, you can be proud to show off your kettle, toaster and microwave and do the cooking in style. Who knew you could get good-looking pots and pans? Don't forget, you can get 20% off as well from Swan's gorgeous products if you head to swanbrand.co.uk and use the discount code HOTMESSMUMS20. I mean, if you look at, I always say this, but newsreaders on TV as well, I always get really quite riled. You know, I think Jon Snow's amazing and um, I, yeah. I would never take anything away from him. But you will never see a female equal to his age no. heading a Channel 4 news show as long as he has. And, and you know, and it's a lot like that. Often, you know, when they were doing sort of, they do the sports shows as well, the girls look a certain age and the male presenters will always be uh, older sports guys, nine times out of 10, but the women will always be younger. They'll all be uh, very, very glam. It has to be that way. Mm. And it's offensive, really. Mm, but, yeah. you know, it, so it's, I know it's a huge thing in the acting, but I think it, it it transcends into other yeah, oh, absolutely. Talk about magazines and the tabloids again, you know. Yeah. I mean, when I was looking through as part of this, so I've been collecting data on everything and I look back and I had to stop in the end because I was looking back over a month's worth of front pages. And in every single case, you would have women on front pages. And if they were over a particular age, they would be tiny that their, their picture would be probably the size of a postage stamp mm -hmm. unless they were with a new younger partner and then the shaming of them their picture would be huge mm -hmm. and they would always use the words toy boy yeah. mm -hmm. and yet that this just doesn't even feature when it's men because it's just so accepted that men will especially within the industry have younger partners mm -hmm. and progressively so in some cases and yet the younger women's pictures were large, usually unclothed. And in one case, there was a Love Island star and every single man on that tabloid front page was clothed and she was half naked. And again, her picture was much bigger. And you're thinking, 
these are the this is the messaging that we just ingest and we just live with and then we just project it out and we are expected to just tolerate it and it's it's beyond wrong it's both offensive and it's it's I'm sure around employment law there must be aspects where women whether it's signing you know non-disclosure agreements as we see with the wonderful Zelda Perkins who's bringing that campaign to the fore now you know, this is not accepted in any other workplace. No, but the thing is, what you're doing with this campaign, you know, because even I'm just talking to you now and I, I had a look yesterday and, and, and sort of looked at, at what the campaign's all about, etc. It, it was like a subconscious for me where I knew I was pissed off and I have been for a while. <laughs> but, you know, what you're doing is raising awareness and doing something about it. And even if you just get, you know, it's a motive, it's even getting me to the point where, you know, I'm going to say a bit more now and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to call my agent and I'm going to slap Bradley Walsh around the face and I'm going to tell my kids, listen, <laughs> you know, look at us, look at us, we're not on the shelf, you know. But you know, even if, even if you're not a woman that's been affected by it, you should be bloody furious. And even yes. if you're not in your 40s or 50s yet, you should be bloody furious. Because God, well, that's, come. And, and that's, we need that's to... What Nick, yeah, that's what Nikki and I were saying, yes. was that we need to get young, younger actresses on board and yeah. say... This is what you. This is what is going to happen to you. This is what you've got to look forward to. Yeah. You know, if you are, you know, a Saran Jones, or if you are somebody who is, you know, who who can get things commissioned, they should be looking at scripts and going, <clears throat> "Why is there only one woman in their fifties in this script? Mm-hmm. You must do better." Mm-hmm. And they can refuse, like Sean Penn recently refused to work with unvaccinated actors and crew. Older actors and, and younger actresses should be saying, I am not working on this job. I'm not doing this unless we have some parity in the age group of yeah. the actors. You know, because they're the ones that have got the power. You know, yeah. they're the ones that can really, 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 you know, make a change. And it's great having all these actors support us. You know, we need their support. But we also need the support of younger actresses who have got a, a platform at the moment. Because... Because I want to say to them, it's not going to be like that forever. Do, no. you, do you still want to work in your 50s and 60s? Yes. Well, do, do something, something about, about it now. Now. You have yeah. to fight it. I think yeah. we have to recognise the power that we have as well. Or mm. at least think we've got it, don't we, Nikki? Because yeah. that's where we're flailing in a lot of aspects of life at the moment. <laughs> I think so. And I think we're very much told that we, we, we don't have permission. And that was, I think, one of the things that I, I've always found that quite difficult. <laughs> that, you know, I have to wait to be asked. But men never do. You know, when you see men talking, they talk with, with incredible confidence and incredible gravitas, you know, about, they, and they speak with authority. And, they, and that authority they have been, they've grown up with. Mm. Whereas women, we're, we're more, I feel, and especially as we get older, because one of the awful, and it really is awful, uh, accusations having levelled against me with this campaign is that I hate younger women <laughs> and it's so the opposite of that it's me saying our generation of excluded women needs to be the last because when I did a deep dive into the BAFTA leading TV actress awards and I compared them with the best actor this mm. year yeah. because there were no women nominated over the age of 38 in that category oh, I thought is this the first time this has happened or is this getting worse? So I look back over the last 21 years mm. and the average age of TV actresses had fallen for nominees from age 52 to age, 
32. Wow. And the age of leading TV actors being nominated had dropped two from age 51 to age 48. So they're still within a playing range. But we've, we've lost 20 years worth of women. Now, if that trajectory continues, yeah. who are they going to be casting? Toddlers. It, it's, going to, <laughs> it's just going to end up with that. And, mm. and we, can't, we can't keep letting that cycle happen. Not, mm. not for us. Not for us now. And not for the generations to come. It's a baton of gendered ageism that we just hand on. And we just all accept it. And, and it's it, illegal. Yes. Yeah. It's very hard to prove, though, you know, like you were talking about, you know, the vagueness of it all, using the creative, that lovely phrase, we're going in a different direction. It's so difficult to pinpoint discrimination of any kind, um, yeah. I, I think. It's very, very hard. I mean, you know, I know you'd mentioned, Nikki, that over in America and Hollywood, you know, you've, you've got kind of a resurgence. I saw you do a video and you were saying about Jennifer Aniston and Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon. And then on sort of Netflix, you've got Grace and Frankie. I don't know whether oh, yeah. you guys have seen that. Oh, I, I love, it. love it. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're a completely different age to me, but Jane, oh God, I just love Jane Fonda. Yeah. Brilliant, you know, absolutely brilliant. Um, mm. So why do you think, both of you, that America is, is having this kind of U-turn and we're getting worse in this country? I personally think it's because, uh, well, A, they're much more litigious in America, so they don't stand for it. B, the women that you've got, you've got this fantastic generation who have a much greater global power. So, right. for example, Jennifer Aniston is known across the world uh, and is able to. Reese Witherspoon is another woman who is able to do that. You've got Gina Davis's fantastic foundation where she keeps producing all the data. And so the the, the power that they have is is greater, I think, to some extent, rather than here. Mm -hmm. um, I also think that there is a, a move more to understand, perhaps, around diversity, that it, 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 it's a much wider bracket than we necessarily understand it here. Right. I think we're sort of becoming much more isolated here as being, but, but, but ageism is just the way we do it here. You know, we have much older and very unreconstructed uh, male stars, whether that's across news presenting or acting. Mm. You know, um, Hugh Edwards, Hugh Grant, they, they are unreconstructed men and they're able to be, whereas women have to... The, the tagline I was going to go for with the campaign was look young, be young or fuck off, which I wasn't necessarily... <laughs> uh, but, but we have much more of that problem here. It's very much... Um, an aesthetic and you would think that America in the US particularly would be more keen on that mm. that almost like that superficiality of making sure of it but but not so much so I don't know what you think Julie in terms of why it's happening there and isn't here well I think I think there's two things I think one the film industry in America it just doesn't exist anymore I mean you don't you you, you know Meryl Streep struggles to get a job in film because there's no decent films being made they're all marvel or they're small independent films so she has to turn to television of course which she has done brilliantly however i think that's one of the reasons is that there's high profile older women who are not getting parts on in film because you know they're over 40 who are turning to television because it is a it is a certain to a certain extent there is a golden age of television and and also i think I think the Amazons and the Netflix and all those big studios, I think they're much better. 
at commissioning things that have older women in them. Right. But unfortunately, a lot of that is that that those nets are cast in America. However, I do also think that you know in America they have writers' rooms. You know, so they have a lot of writers contributing to a show, and those writers have wives and girlfriends going hello and also there's a lot of um executives I think who have who have kind of you know grown up through television and they're in their 50s and 60s now going we want to be represented and as Mm -hmm. Nikki says they are much more litigious and they won't go away and they have very 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 strong unions and we we just don't I mean equity is as far as I'm concerned, is toothless. Well, that's what I was going to say. What's happened to equity? You know, when we're saying about having some power and some... Let's just oh, well, I met, I met with equity, I met with BAFTA, I met with BEC2, I met with the BBC. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, this campaign, it, it, everybody, everybody knows it needs to happen. Everybody knows it's a problematic issue. But the problem with this is is taking it beyond the talking. I mean, one of the striking things I found with it was I can't get it into the press. I can't get it into the press, and I don't know whether that's because the the media industry is part of it, because there's a huge promotion. I mean, you know, when you look at Emma Raducanu and and how this has gone, you know, I mean, it's gone far beyond her tennis. I personally find it quite frightening because she is such a young woman yes but you know there is this sort of obsession almost with with youth rather than with uh women throughout the whole of their lives and it's so it's difficult to take it beyond the talking to action are we gonna have to Um, sort of like tie ourselves naked like (laughs) emily pankhurst to some the railings of like i don't know I'll Drury Lane or something, actress, but I'll do it. You've Isn't literally, it? you've literally got me thinking now. I'm like, oh, she'll do that. Let's she'll go chain herself to the, the gates of the BBC. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's maybe not naked. Well, um, I mean, it's all broadcasters. It is all. Yes, it is all broadcasters. It is, and I'm, um, I'm just say it happens in radio as well. It, yeah. Big style, mm. you know. I'm, I'm staying tight-lipped. I'm trying not to say and bring my, you know, because what you're talking about is just is so much bigger. But it does happen in in radio, and I've watched it. Yeah so many times that you know the yeah. female host gets binned and moved and the male host who's older and cheesy and you know he just gets kept adored yeah. and and uh, that happens yeah. a lot you know mm. and and like julie was saying it's just so very difficult to prove um in those circumstances but i think media as a whole is a very ageist sexist industry yeah. Yeah, um, but people are frightened to speak up because they... because everybody also everybody's looking for the next new young hot thing. I mean that's yeah. that's the way the industry has has always gone, yeah. you know. And and yeah. and to a certain extent, you know that I I understand that I get that. And there's a place How, for that, but then there's a place and there is a place for, yeah. for it. However, what you're doing is you're denying a whole generation of older women, a, you yeah. know, a career yeah. and a way to earn a living. Yeah, and that is outrageous and quite frankly illegal mm-hmm. yeah and if we we look at i think the change back to what you were saying before i wonder why it's better in the u.s i wonder too whether me too uh, sort of emerged from the u.s and i think it gave a lot of people um time to think and it gave a lot of women time to start reflecting 
because a lot of the victims involved in any of these awful, dark corners of the industry were young women who lost their careers, who are now able to speak as, as older women, as middle-aged women. And I think that maybe gave people time to think if there were more older women on set and in the writers' rooms and in the production meetings and behind the camera as well as in front, they would call time on it. There is no way that Julie would be on a set and saw anything like that happen and not take the head off the person who was doing it. Absolutely, and, yeah. you know, all of us would. We'd feel very, very protective. And I think yeah. if you keep women out of that, that environment, older women, then it's much easier to do what you do unchecked. Yeah. And we know that Weinstein was not the only one. We know that. We know that that, that he was the tip of a very large iceberg. Mm. Um, but I think, again, you know, where we're putting the brakes on, it makes us mm. unwelcome, if you see what I mean. I mean, even saying it, even saying it online, I, mm. I get so much abuse people just for saying that is awful that, that, you know, you get the abuse for, for speaking out like that. And I, and I think we saw a sort of own version of it over here not that long ago with um, was it Noel Clark and all the sort of hoo-ha around that. And what really upset me was reading um, so many accounts from female actresses who were absolutely petrified and they were mm -hmm. laughed at or they claimed to be laughed at throughout different parts of, of what they went through. Um, so I think, you know, if you get abused for, for, for sort of standing up online and campaigning like this, I guess people who are actually in the hole at the time as well, it's, it must be just so frightening. What I can say without giving anything away is that I am contacted by many actresses and many presenters, and these are women who... Um, and, you know, it, it's been the aspect of the campaign I think that I've found the most distressing. They are scared. They are frightened to say the reality as it is in very much the same way as, as women we, that we've been talking about. They are scared to say how bad the situation is. They are scared to stand up for themselves. They are at risk of losing their jobs mm -hmm. and with those jobs they'll lose their livelihood and so for me that's where it moves from you know being an issue of representation and into a very strong issue of, of oppression for women because we know when we get silenced it's only so that the the negative situation can be preserved there's no reason not to talk about it if we will talk about every other area of representation and to the women who are frightened and are scared for their jobs and are scared not just for their jobs, but for their jobs of their colleague who might speak out because it's throughout the industry. That's what I think kept me going, but also got me to a point very recently. It was Julie that, that was amazing because I said to her, you know, I'm going to have to give up. This is starting to impact your mental health because when you're an older woman and you're dealing with everything that you're dealing with every, anyway. Yeah. The, the weight of the responsibility of it and the, the, the constantly being told you don't matter and you, you're not of any worth and you're not of any value, that chips away and it, and it, it reinforces it. And it was Julie who, who basically did this amazing video 
on Instagram and said, you know, this is awful. This this can't happen. We have to be there and we have to fight this. That that gave me that impetus to keep going with it. Because half the time I didn't know if I was just talking to myself. <laughs> you know, half the time I'm thinking, is it just me? But I know, yeah, I know and that's that's what upset me about it when I when I you know when I heard that Nikki was going to give up, I just thought. This, you know, that 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 alone was just so depressing. And, you know, and, and, you know, we've talked about this before, but, you know, I'm just, I'm so exhausted by the, having this conversation. I mean, it's just, I can't believe we're still having the same conversation. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. So I, you know, that's why I kind of put that video out on Instagram just to say that I, I felt awful that Nikki was giving up and that, you know, it was a bit of a rallying cry, I suppose. But um, I just think it's just too, too, I mean, you know, Nikki, is, she's brilliant. You know, she does a fantastic job highlighting that she's so eloquent. You know, she should be up before bloody parliament, you know, talking to politicians and saying, you know, you have to, you know, this has to change through, through organisations like Ofcom and, you know, through um, just pet pressure to say, you know, this has to change. And, and the commissioners really, really need to take a, a, a good, long, hard look at themselves and, and look at what they're commissioning. They would never get away with it in terms of diversity now in race. It's, you know, it, it's getting a little bit better in that way and it's getting a little bit better on disability, although that is still way behind as well. But they just seem to find that they can get away with, with casting older women out of, the, of, of roles yeah. that that is acceptable somehow yeah well thank goodness that you you didn't give up uh Nikki yeah. um because you know every day for one person you know you got my heart pounding and no. for that one person it is so worth it um and I think you know our listeners as well and our, our mums will will certainly you know they've got something to mull over now and chew over and think actually gosh and again like it, it's in your subconscious you think that's bang on. That is out of order. And for, for me, as a mum of, 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 you know, children who are going out now into the world, we've all got, you know, 20s, and late teens and younger girls too, that, you know, we can't have it for them, if anything, for them. Um, you know, we can't stand for it. And we have to, you know, we have to set the stall out, as my friend Caroline says. Jenny, go and set the stall out. It's all wrong. Um, and I'm forever grateful. It's It's such an interesting, but also such a... You know, for you, it's, you know, I feel for you because like you say, it can really get to you in the end. Um, mm. You know, you're doing it for all of us. Yeah. yeah, you're an amazing role model. It's very difficult oh, to start a campaign yeah. and get it out there on a national platform. The yeah. abuse that comes with it, the people that mm. make out you're this, that and the other, you don't like younger women, all that bullshit that's not true. And yet you're going the whole time, you're, you know, you're doing it. It's very difficult to be that one person that says this isn't acceptable and yeah. I'm not going to stand for it. And I think that in itself makes you an incredible role model. And Julia as well, you yeah. know, both of you together, what a powerhouse. Absolutely. And, <laughs> and so so can you just remind us, Nikki, so we everyone can have a look? Because I, I thought the website was great, actually. And, and I, you know, and well written and everything. Because sometimes they're all a bit like weird. And I don't get it. But I got it straight away. So can you just tell us for Acting Your Age, which... Um, you know, just tell us where we can find it, etc. Yeah, so it's Acting Your Age campaign is at mrsnickyclark.com. So there's yeah. a page on my website. Obviously, there's Instagram. So it's Acting Your Age campaign at yeah. Instagram. Um, and 
um, yeah, I, and I'm just going to add one thing. Yes, please. That, is that, that throughout this campaigning, I'm going to try and say this without crying, but throughout this campaigning, the one thing that has really, really hit home to me is that we are, as women, we are one another's strength. We are. So yeah. oh. when the other gets low, the other come in and they 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 pick you up and they carry you. And, and that's what this has got to be about. Because as you say, Jenny, it's across all generations. Yeah. It impacts men as well, because male actors are saying, no, I don't want to be on screen with a woman 20 years younger. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah. Thank wow. you. Yeah. Well, you girls, you can call me anytime if ever you're feeling a bit weepy, and I hope I can do the same too when I'm well, about to just, give up. You know, that, thank you so much for having us on no, as well. It's a yeah. pleasure. pleasure. Oh, no. Yeah. It's such that. an important topic, you know, and you've got our full yeah. backing and support. And if you do decide you want to do a protest, we're coming. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll lead Let's do it. So, <laughs> anything you need, call on us, definitely. Please. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much. The Hot Mess Mums Club with Swan. Thanks to Swan for sponsoring this episode. Don't forget to check out their beautiful purple retro range and give your kitchen a makeover this autumn. To see more of Swan's products, head to swanbrand.co.uk and use the discount code HOTMESSMUMS20 for 20% off. The Hot Mess Mums Club with Swan. Celebrating 90 years of magic moments.